Tristan, we should kick you off the podcast. Uh, let's take a vote. Who wants to kick me off? <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. Welcome to Triflix Cast. I'm Cole. And I'm David. And, and that's nobody this over doesn't there. exist. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we're Triflix. We do lots of things with cameras and we take pictures and videos and we, we like to play around with our, our equipment and our drones and we're just buddies yeah. that sit around and talk and we don't ever really get much done. But, um, but this is a special episode because we have a guest, uh, some loser who just got fired from his own job, <laughs> Tristan Watkins. What, what did you Welcome even- to the show. <laughs> now you're speechless. Oh, come on. Give me an answer. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> what? Are you being, is, that, is that my intro now? <laughs> um, hi, I'm Tristan. I'm here. I own... Half well, anyway, so we're talking about this today. We're gonna we're gonna start talking about. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about what we. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Get in your corner. And um shh, and and shh, I founded shh. this company. No, 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 no. Okay. If everyone can erase George Washington, we can erase you. Yeah, you're not the Steve Jobs of are Triflix. We, are we started? Is this the podcast? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so lost. Roll the intro. We're going to cut back. I'm still on my back. Too. Um, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a new episode of, of the Triflix cast, the show where we break down things in our industry. What's that industry? Filmmaking, entrepreneurship, creative individuals doing <laughs> neat things. Is that new? Cre- creative? Cray- like crazy creative? Like crayons. Oh, okay. Or crayon. Like crayons. Crayon? It's a crayon. Yeah, Crown? so we own a creative media studio based out of Columbus, Indiana, and um, I can probably turn around now. You may come out of your corner. Uh, Welcome, sir. So we, we learn a lot of things, and those are things that we want to share with you because uh, why we not? love you. Yeah, I don't, I don't have IP on the things I learn. Let's pass it around, help people out. We're in a business that flourishes in the creative community. Community is uh, the big word there because we're all a community and we all help each other, and that's the cool thing about what we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't out here cutting each other's throats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Anyways, um, sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, your intro. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. No, really. You're fine. Go ahead, buddy. All right. I insist. Hey, let's do a quick recap. Last episode, we talked about phones for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad that when I no, wrote the description, uh, I even mentioned it. <laughs> I really liked that conversation because I thought it was kind of insightful on the direction that technology is going. Everything's getting smaller, which isn't a surprise. Yeah. Computers used to take up entire rooms. MIT and NASA were the only ones that had them. And now everybody and their grandchildren have, have one on my wrist. A little phone. It's a whole computer. It's a whole computer. It's it doing its own thing. 
It is crazy. I mean, it's connected to something else that's feeding in information, <laughs> but that's how it essentially just feeds mm-hmm. internet. I mean, there's still a, you know, there's still RAM and storage and a processor mm-hmm. and a screen. Yeah, it's all self-contained. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, blows my mind. You could fit the same processor in that watch that you would fit in a phone. Oh, yeah. And all that means long. it's the same one that's going to go in the MacBook. Yep, the one that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one right there. It would get so hot. Like just the thermal, but whatever. Oh yeah, true. Just burn through your wrist. <laughs> it's like, but it's so it's so powerful. It could do everything. My yeah, iPhone like can the, do. You get like the Thanos, like half of his body at the end of the Avengers. <laughs> it's, it's just, just like burnt. burnt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we talked about phones, uh, and then we ended on POV drones because yeah. that's a DJI. It's a company that we use for our our drone currently as well as our gimbal and they make really cool stuff really yeah. is a drone for our gimbal no uh, wait the company that makes our gimbal makes the drone yes, yeah the dji drones. produces both i didn't of know those. that i didn't i wasn't tracking there oh they, really no they're yeah, so very they make, good at technology and stabilization well they make it yeah they make a ton sense. of just camera related products um i mean i guess i'm trying to think i know it's definitely stabilizers and and then drones and i think they do i think they do a couple other things i i couldn't tell you but those are the things i own so that's what i can tell you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're coming out with something new that hopefully we'll own <laughs> if it's good we haven't got a review yet oh it's out have you seen the reviews uh yeah i actually so obviously all the big youtubers did you know their quick reviews on it and uh what is it so okay so mm. it this is a this is a big deal so Everything up till now, and DJI has made, I don't know, I'm trying to think, they've probably had, I don't know, at least, I don't know, 10 to 12, you know, mm-hmm. versions of what their original drone was, which I, I believe they started with the original Phantom. Mm-hmm. Um, and over that period of time, they've just continued to release drones that have helped to, um, you know, bring the accessibility level of a cinematic experience, you know, with a camera on a drone that's stabilized, easy to use, and it essentially flies itself. Yeah. Um, and that has just gotten better over time. But fast forward to today, and people aren't super concerned with the visuals of it, and it's more about the agility of a drone. And we've seen that with drone racing. We've seen that with even people now. I mean, you put a you know, on, on this type of a drone, you would put a GoPro on it mm-hmm. and you fly it with a headset and people will fly it through homes. They'll fly it through abandoned yeah. buildings. And that specifically is called an FPV drone. Tristan, what? you know what FPV stands for? First person view. Yeah, you're so smart. I love you. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm stupid. I didn't know that. <laughs> you did? <laughs> no. <laughs> was just, what was, was your guess going to be? I don't know. what it, I, It's like <laughs> I had no F- idea. FPS, first person shooter, first person oh, view. Boom, boom. boom. I get, yeah, I get it's, it's a bing, bing bong. Bing, bing. <laughs> to me, I, I just got bing bong. Uh, but dead. <laughs> the reason it's called that is because that drone itself is not just a tablet attached to a remote. It's a remote that you hold and then you have an actual headset, kind of like a VR headset, which I hate Mm. to call it that because, you know, it's not like if you turn your head, you're in that virtual reality. Um, Depends. You can do 360 cameras on them, but you can, yes. Less frame rate and you'd probably get motion sickness. It's like a full view goggles. Yes. 
And most people that have done the hacking where they do 360 cameras or they try different things, those are all, up to this point, they've all been these buy a kit, buy the pieces, and put it together. Mm -hmm. And DJI themselves only had the system, which was the FPV system. So, you know, the, the board that attaches, the headset. Yeah. Um, and I, I think they had a controller as well. But anyway, so the big deal is, though, is that this is the first, you know, commercially consumer available FPV drone mm-hmm. that you can just go pick up. comes with the whole system. It works. It throws it together. And it's got a, you know, of course, a stabilized 4K camera um, yeah, with a huge field of view that's going to it's going to yield a lot better shots than what we've been looking at um, for what application. Um, so the cool thing is, is like now it'll go beyond what we've seen, right? Where it's like, it's just cool to show off your acrobatics. You know, you're like, I can do a backflip or a barrel roll and I can go through this abandoned building and come out a tube and then come out a window. And mm-hmm. all of that stuff was super impressive. But now, um, like I was showing Tristan the other day, there's a real estate video where this guy brings his drone in the house and he just kind of flies through the house in one, you know, one single take mm-hmm. of the whole house. And, you know, these drones are, you know, essentially pocketable to a certain degree, um, you know, as compared to like what we use, which is a Phantom 4 Pro V2. Um, And that's huge. I mean, that's, you know, if we flew it in this house, papers and things would, you know, stuff would fall off your shelf and it's crazy. Um, But these little drones, you can just fly them through anywhere. Yeah. And what's, uh, what's the weight on these? Do you remember? I don't, um, I should know all of these stats because I mean, I just know that we buy them big enough that we have to have them registered with the, uh, uh, the FAA. But, um, I want to say that these are actually underneath the weight threshold. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to, don't quote me on that though, because of course, like that's all regulatory stuff and you should consult the, (laughs) consult the rule book on when you're flying and where you're flying. I thought that was the, the design for these was they were like one gram underneath of the regulation. So you don't have to register these ones. That was one of the selling points. I I knew that was, they were trying to make that their draw. I just couldn't remember if they achieved it or not because their drone is not as small as most fpvs it is larger and heavier than most you know of mm-hmm. the fpvs that are available to build now mm-hmm. the only reason is because again you know they've got stabilizers for the camera i think it's only a, a single or a dual axis yeah, as opposed to you know a four or five axis stabilizer so you're only really getting a couple angles but still i mean having that plus the flight times like doubled mm-hmm. usually you only get like six to eight minutes and I know that it's at least 20 minutes. That's really good. Which is impressive. Yeah. But most of the body is now the battery. (laughs) Tristan showed me a video uh, from Corridor Crew. I think it was Ren. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it was ridiculous. He got one of these cool uh, drones, but he wrecked it once or twice. Yeah. Uh, They expect you to wreck it. He's wrecked his a lot. Um, the The FPV drone he was flying... And he uh, was just like in this like wooded area out in California and he just biffed it and hit a tree. And (laughs) that guy actually, he got reached out to by some dude over in Europe who asked him like, Hey, can I write a story on this? Um, Apparently that's noteworthy that it was, it was the DJI, the new drone. Mm -hmm. And he was just doing testing with it because DJI usually reaches out to him for feedback ahead of time. And it was cool because, you know, it is something that the mainstream is interested in. It oh, is yeah. noteworthy. It is a new product that that's um, the first commercially produced complete set that you can buy that is like at a reasonable price as well. Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree. It's 1200 It's that's, a little high though because 
Mm, you really? can actually, yeah, you can actually do a pretty good FPV setup for, for I mean, probably under a thousand, um, yeah. at least with a beginner, because I think that's the huge point is right. Is like you could get everything for probably under a thousand as a beginner. I mean, if you go above, you're, you could blow that budget out for sure, because mm-hmm. um, some of those parts are like carbon fiber, and you know, yeah. you can get pretty crazy with it. Um, but yeah, no, I think I mean for an intro price, it's a little high. It's a little spicy. But the thing is, is what you're getting is when you buy an FPV drone and you fly it, there are no safeties. Mm-hmm. You're just flying and going and hoping that when you wreck, you don't wreck it bad enough that you can put it back together. But they usually have the guards on the wings and stuff, which isn't something you get on a normal drone for like commercial work that we would do for like uh, short films or uh, a lot of real estate for external real estate work. True. But the only nice thing about the DJI's is they all have sensors. Yeah. With a proven that's what system. You lose with the yeah. FPV. I guess that's what I meant as a safety feature. It's, I mean, like with our Phantom four, it's got sensors, you know, mm-hmm. down front, back and side to side so that, you know, hopefully you don't hit anything. Mm-hmm. And th- there's a specific beginner mode on the new FPV drone where you can actually fly it and have, safety features and it'll hover too i mean that's all these are all things that you cannot do with an original fpv mm-hmm. you're you're having to pick your hovering speed and using you know your sticks if you let go of the sticks it drops it just drops right and that's not a problem with this one nope hmm. unless like you that. use like the pro mode yeah which now you're all locked in no safety features but that's the top speed is 87 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty intense like, could you imagine like having those goggles on and flying 90 miles an hour like just like through traffic whatever not, dude maybe not at traffic. like road height and just like <laughs> weaving in in cars but like to like sub that out and call it like a like if you're like doing a motorcycle chase scene and now you no longer have to put someone uh's life in danger you can just sub it out with the motorcycle yeah, and stabilize it in helicopter post. or anything weird yeah yeah i mean like there's just it's, it's really cool that you can get these unique shots because honestly if if the drone hits a car it's like oh no you put a like a, you wouldn't even probably scratch the paint with those blades because they're really cheap like they will blow apart first yeah they're, <laughs> they're intended to blow apart right That's their rule because hmm. um, if they absorb all that energy then the the main part of the 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 drone itself won't take it so right there's right. benefits to it but it's crazy. It's super cool. I've always wanted to get into it and just never had the, the time or really the funds to think about it as a fun thing. And now I'm kind of like, this one's got me interested because I didn't want to have to build it and watch the YouTube videos and go through the whole thing. And I mean, we're talking all the way down to like buying the boards and soldering the, you know, your wires together and getting the chips and making sure it all functions. Cause I'm like, wow. no, it That's was really intense. Cool. Yeah. But the cool thing about that is before everything else, there's actually a guy, and I wish I could remember his YouTube channel because that would be awesome to plug in, but he has this whole FPV business that he's built, and he manufactured the first FPV drone that is actually can hold the weight of a RED camera. Really? It's a full-size RED camera. Is it just four blades, or does it have more? Cause so the so it's, it's a double, so it's eight. Mm. So it's eight blades, but they're stacked on top of each other. So you still only have four arms, mm-hmm. but it's a dual blade system on each arm. That's really neat. That's tanky. It's insane. Beef. They've Dude, done. Where's the beef? They've done some crazy things with that drone. Yeah. I and, are, do you have any footage of it like that you've seen? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. The guys actually, like a lot of the other bigger YouTubers that do camera work specifically, um, like the one that always sticks out to me, it's Gene. He's a potato jet oh yeah um he did a video with him once and let him fly it Mm. and it was 
it was nuts. I'm like, I could not imagine throwing a, you know, a hundred thousand dollar camera rig on a drone that, you know, is pretty much just, you just fly it and hope you don't fall. It's also just pieced together. Yeah. It's like some dude made it in his garage and like, yeah, I'll take it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, but all of this has happened pre DJI. So it's super cool that they, they have that product now and, mm-hmm. uh, we're interested in it. So I, I showed Tristan and he was like, I think I could get behind that. Yeah. 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 I mean, the business case is there, especially for real estate stuff outside of that. I don't, I can't see any clients that would be, that would find the value of it. But with real estate, it makes a lot of sense because you have a wide angle. So you see a lot of the real estate. You can go through the whole thing in one take. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally think there's a benefit to doing real estate videos in a route. So yes, people can see what the layout of the building is, not just what the rooms look like. Uh, I, I just think that as a buyer, that makes a lot of an impact, uh, to get an idea of how your family and everything will move in. And these drones provide that to a next level that gimbal walking through doesn't necessarily, cause it's a lot easier to, to maneuver with these drones. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, think about the mass of a person plus a gimbal and a full size, you know, camera and you're maneuvering your way through a house and then now you could just like stand on the outside and just kind of fly your little you know about that whatever i'm trying to make the size and i'm like if you're listening you're not going to see this but (laughs) essentially probably i don't know six seven inches in width Mm -hmm. and you could fly that thing through the whole house yeah it has a unique shape compared to the other fpv drones too it's like uh i don't know it's not like like praying mantis arms and that's like how the wings go up where they like angle upward and then down. It's weird. You know what it made me think of? Mm. Do you guys, uh, do you guys ever play Halo? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, the purple, the Banshees, the Banshees. Ooh. It kind of looks like a Banshee. Oh yeah. Banshee. First time I saw it, I was like, that looks like a Banshee from Halo. That's cool. That'd be a a fun little like uh, custom project. Like see somebody do it on YouTube. (laughs) Like I just made a a real Banshee in real life. You're just flying it around. Mm -hmm. It's got to make the sound though. The (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember. It was way more high pitched than that, but I don't, I don't got it. Yeah. (laughs) I think you get like a purple D brand skin or something like a wrap on it. (laughs) There you go. Mm. Which like the whole reason. So everybody knows who we're, who's listening right now. Like the whole reason that we're also talking about this plus the real estate is because we, we do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our business is based in the real estate realm and we do mostly photography, but Tris and I have worked on multiple projects where we're flying the drone. And then we're also on the ground doing inside and outside shots for larger properties. Um, and so we're always looking for ways to streamline that process. And this, uh, this sounded like a cool opportunity, but yeah, the only yeah. thing is, is we have no knowledge of FPV flying. And uh, right. I know it's a lot different from, you know, flying a standard drone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've got countless hours on that, but this one kind of scares me. So that's a pretty good segue into what exactly we do. We do do. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do do? So, Tristan, what do we do? Well, I mean, we have like our list of photo, video, web, podcasts, and live streaming. And even though podcasts and live streaming is technically video, it falls in its own separate category because people don't usually associate them together. They're like, oh, do you guys do live streamings? Like, yes, we can make a video. And they're like, no, a live stream. So Same thing. Yeah. We do all of that. <laughs> uh, the primary markets, like you said, photography is primarily going to be in like the real estate realm. We do some video, but it's more on like the high end. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. The houses sell so fast right now. You don't need a video to push a low end one. Yeah. You just need it to capture like 
you know those half a million plus homes where uh especially if it's so, unique yeah if it's the, got that kind of feature and we saw a lot of people use it during some of the harder times of covid because people were still buying homes mm-hmm. but there were people who were reluctant to have people walk through their house during a showing well that and then you also have how many people have half a million dollar plus budgets like two million dollar budget and yeah it's like well i don't have time to go see it and i don't want to waste my time to go see it so can i just see a video now and see if i'm interested and if i'm interested then i'll show up right and you got people with that much money they don't want to waste their time like their their time is very valuable uh, versus like the two hundred thousand, where if you don't go make an offer in 30 minutes of the listing you're, you're gonna miss it uh, these half million dollar homes sit for a little a little bit longer maybe another day so i feel like uh for that reason we don't do as much video in that realm but we do a lot of videos and other things like commercial work doing actual commercials for <laughs> clients but then commercial work mm-hmm. uh like uh tutorials and training material and content for large industrial places and it's that corporate work that corporate <laughs> yeah blue collar white collar don't matter it's all corporate yeah that's true yeah we do a little both i mean we're talking about possibly doing some stuff for um agricultural work now and trying to get into that market a little bit yeah so anything that's we i whenever we talk about it it's always hard because uh you know the umbrella falls there's so much that falls underneath of it and so it I, we always find it very easy to be like we're a media creation company or a content creation company because mm-hmm. that's what we do yeah if yeah, you yeah. need content for your business or for your personal use or whatever it might be it's whether it's photo or video or even yeah. audio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Doing audio. Yeah. Because we're all a bunch of freaks and nerds when it comes to <laughs> equipment. And <laughs> this helps us fund our addiction. We're pretty balanced between those areas, too. Because Tristan's more on the video side, I would say. Yeah. Cole, you're on the photo side. And I'm, like, in between where I can help with, like, the live streaming and all the technicality stuff that make it all, like, come together in, like, a... I don't know, a Voltron type like super a, like a Like a PBJ. Yeah. A little PBJ, yeah. You ever eat just a slice of bread? Yeah. Weird. You ever eat, just eat a spoon of peanut butter? It's it, You can do it. It's a little <laughs> yeah. weird. A spoon of jelly? That's, yeah. You're asking for a heart attack. But you put all diabetes. three together? Yeah, oh, that's, that's delicious. It's completely normal. People don't even bat an eye. <laughs> a yeah. spoon of jelly? Yeah, or just like you're out in public, you're just... Scooping, scooping scooping peanut butter or scooping jelly or just I mean, eating slices of bread. Yeah. But if you eat I'd all at twice. once, I'll do, it's I'll, okay. I'll do a scoop of peanut butter every once in a while, but it's out in still, public. Like no, you yes, take it with like, a jar, <laughs> yeah. like a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm saying like the lunchroom at work, you're just eating a, a jar of peanut butter. Just like, <laughs> dude, nothing better than a PBJ. So are we the pieces of bread and then he's the jelly? I don't know. Whatever we you want to be. the viewers decide. <laughs> who, who is, is the peanut butter, the, the, the jelly yeah. and the bread? <laughs> you're, pl- you're plain white toast. Maybe you should change it to a hamburger. There's more ingredients in that. Oh, we don't have any more employees. I know. That's the problem is we need more people. Uh, yeah, we need some lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our tomatoes? But, but just to clarify, we're not we're not to the stage of bringing people on to pay them. So if you want to come work for free, that's fine. We'd I'm be happy with Interns. That. All the interns. Yay, unpaid internships. Woo! <laughs> or just like college credits. Um, some, some classes require you like Spencer. That's true. He finished up. He finalized and, uh, <laughs> we're so sad. Hi Spencer. Hey, May Spencer. You rest if you're peace. listening, <laughs> well, yeah, if you're listening from up he's there, gone. 
Don't know what happened to This him. is only two story buildings. So you, I don't, I don't He's on the roof. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so in his case, he was taking college classes and it required him to work with some local companies uh, in the film industry mm. or just the. Uh, I mean, his degree is technically film. So, yeah, 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 film, yeah. industry. We got to get him to do a testimonial video for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah hopefully it'd be good leave a five-star review in return yeah and we, got, go. we got another kid he's not working with us on projects but i'm mm. it's a high schooler's senior project so he needs like guidance and an input on his short film uh which has changed a lot just because of covid and gosh we, yeah we know that you know sometimes you have something planned for a shoot or a client's scheduled and then something comes up where maybe the state legislation changes and the number of people in attendance changes or the wedding venue changes and and then you have to kind of adapt so it's always fun working with people that <laughs> need advice on those topics heck yeah we can spread our wealth of knowledge because oh, yeah. we've just we're so good at what we do <laughs> yeah we're the pinnacle of midwest entertainment <laughs> I like that. That could be our new tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Triflix, the pinnacle of Midwest entertainment. Oh, I kind of wonder, like, in Columbus, who is, I mean, you, I mean, you do your business case and you're aware of who your competition, quote unquote, is um, in terms of a business case and like, who who else is getting jobs within our industry? A lot of people that I've met along this journey have either stepped away from it or have moved up to Indy. So there aren't too many left in Columbus that work in the same industry. I know we have Ryan Fur, which we've had him on the podcast before, uh, mm -hmm. but I think his heart's really in music. And we're yeah. actually working on a shoot with him up soon where it'll be for a church and he'll be actually performing the music. And he was hired mm -hmm. in to perform the music and we were hired in to do the video work. But he does a lot of high-end videos too. So I think one pays the bills and one one makes him smile a little more uh um, we understand that yeah and then i mean there's a couple of others but i'm just i'm curious uh to see some other people's work in this area and see if anybody else is putting in the work like we are heck yeah and if you're uh, interested in collabing or just like wanting to get a hold of somebody to like bounce ideas off of we'd love to have you on the show or just yeah. get in touch yeah we can actually bring people in again yeah uh, without any caution um so yeah. again we yeah, talked about this from the first episode. We This entire channel and episode used to be based on bringing in guests that were either creative entrepreneurs or independent people that were just trying to make a difference in the community. And we put a hold on that uh, because of safety with COVID. And while other people may not mind, you know, it's like we have family and wives and spouses and friends that we're close with that we visit. And we don't want to pass that around. So... Uh, we see each other on like a daily basis, but we don't want to oversaturate. Yeah, right. Uh, mm -hmm. it, the nice thing is Indiana legislation is changing here supposedly soon in April. In the yeah, next the month. vaccines are for, I think they just opened up to 16 plus. Oh, yeah. So huh? like, almost everybody can, everybody important. I thought they said like <laughs> it was either 60% of Indiana's either been vaccinated or has antibodies. I can't remember which one, but it's almost yeah, we the were, same thing at this point. Yeah, we were way up on the list. Yeah. Although you did call it, by the way. Marion County finally came out today and said that they were like, nah, you're still going to have to wear a mask. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's good because it lets you know uh about your local politicians and it's what true. they believe and if and some people are going to support those people and indiana senator i think indiana senator was the one that made this decision right 
governor. Governor? Governor? Yes. Because that was Holcomb. Sorry, yeah, it was Holcomb. So the governor decided that it'll be up to the counties, but the state won't enforce it. Yes. Which, I mean, you just keep funneling it down, and then it gets closer and closer to where your votes actually count. Yeah. And I like that, personally. I think that's really cool. Um, Now, some people are really upset with the governor because they think it's like, uh, what was the word? Uh, Just... uh, not careless. inexperienced yeah like a careless decision like they're just kind of yeah uh mm-hmm. pushing this off and uh but i think it's good because then you get to see how your vote has affected the way your local communities ran and i, I really like that because um, if you don't like it it's a whole lot easier to move from a county to a county if you don't like your your local politicians than move state to state or country to country mm-hmm. uh so i'm i'm all for it uh and at the same time, this all brings us back to, we'd be happy to bring guests back on. <laughs> yes, I know, we got way off. Columbus. And if you have your reservations, um, we have multiple ways to bring in otherwise. So we can either do a video chat or we can have you call in. Hmm. Um, we have ways to make all that work. Yeah, because we're the video people now. Yeah. Which, speaking <laughs> yeah. of all that, um, we uh, we had a shoot today, and uh, Tristan and I got in a, t- a talk about whether we wanted to use... Um, lav mics or um, shotgun mics so why are we bringing guns and what's a why are we talking about oh we're gonna get demonetized yeah what the huh? heck is that what what's a what's the difference what is a shotgun and what's a lav mic what's, oh what i see those? why you said guns i was like i don't yeah. get it i was like how's lav a gun i was like oh shotgun, <laughs> shotgun man why are we using a shotgun eight gauge 12 gauge what are we talking about it's is it it's a pronounced la- lavalier. Lavalier. Mm-hmm. lavalier. Lavalier. I say lav. I, that's you probably say real Midwest. Little Frenchy there. You can say whatever you want. Lavalier. Um, so a, a lavalier mic is the mic that you usually see pinned on the top of somebody's shirt. And it's like a little, little ball of fuzz, usually. Mm-hmm. Or like a little, little tiny cylinder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but anyway, so it's usually right kind of near your neck. And yeah. you hate them. I hate them. <laughs> And that's just me being real OCD, like, like just being like, you know, I can't stand to see that little extra something that's like poking out of somebody's shirt or it's like there's a wire or something. And, uh, it's just, it's just the extra little thing that kind of takes away from the video itself. And that's just, that's just me. Maybe, maybe David would agree. I don't know. Um, (laughs) You're an idiot. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) for one of the videos I did for uh, my church, we only had wireless like the receivers, but they had a microphone built in, but we oh, didn't gosh, have a lavalier, worse. a wire to route up to them. And so they had big blocks, like right here. <laughs> and you would hate it. I didn't uh, like it either, but that was that was the budget we were working with. Yeah, and, I think uh, for BTS, that's fine yeah. to do blocks like that. Like things that oh, aren't sure, um, sure. intended to be professional. It's like, let's mm. just run and gun gorilla documentary style, let's shoot. Uh, that doesn't bother me. I understand yeah, I, that. I think that yeah. that works. Like for your church, I'm sure that was mm-hmm. fine. But but we do so much like interview, talking head stuff, mm-hmm. and I just think that that crosses the line just to a certain degree where mm-hmm. you know that little thing poking out of the shirt is just something that I see. It's where my eyes go, and I'm probably the only one, but it just does. Yeah, I so, bet if you watch any of the Apple events where like with a what Tim Cook or whatever. Yeah. where you, they're walking around announcing the new iPhones, iPads, uh, the Macs. I bet you can never see their mics. 
Well, especially now, because now yeah. it's like a full-blown production because mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. They're not even, oh, yeah, it's the, not the even live or on yes. stage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which whoever's doing their production work, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody with a budget. Yeah. Well, Whatever you think about their products, their production is killer. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Mm. Um, but yes, so, and that's just to be clear, that is just the cord and the microphone. And that goes into usually a transmitter that works with a wireless system. Mm. Um, but my favorite is the shotgun mic, which is just a long cylindrical microphone um, that is very specific. Like if I were to point it at Tristan mm-hmm. here across the table, it would it would pick up, you know, most of the audio that it picks up is what he's saying directly at the mic. It's very directional. Yeah, and you've probably seen them before with people like walking around uh, with cameras either in person or you've seen videos of them. It looks similar to the mics that we talked to on the podcast. It's just a smaller diameter than what we have here. And they're great because I think they have a richer sound profile and yeah. I prefer them. However, I care more about consistency mm-hmm. and I would rather have a okay take yeah. and not lose it than so, to um, have like a perfect take. And then there's a good chance we might miss something because either the audio cuts out or uh, it's just, it's harder to monitor them normally. Mm-hmm. But now that we have our wireless system, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. It was so nice today. I felt good, but they're I more, love the wireless. For people who who are watching on yeah. the online here with the YouTube or whatever with video. Yeah. It usually attaches sorry for the the clanking, but it usually attaches to something like that. That's just a, a box. But wherever you point this end at is where like most of the audio is gonna be picked up and it can do it from a really large distance. And sometimes we'll see it with the little dead cat. Yeah, we got a whole video explaining that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you wanted to learn more about it, uh, you go watch the video. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, <laughs> right. Go watch our short tutorial. Yeah, that was uh, that was on. Uh, well, we did one on audio gain, but we didn't talk about the wind covers on there. We did it oh, on yeah, the right. uh, Heart Truth Hills BTS. Yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. We break it down in there. Uh, How to be a boom pole operator. Yeah, which is yeah, boom. yeah. Go watch that video. That's a great video. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos that we've favorite done recently. Creators. Yeah. So I really like Those are good the guys. boom poles. I think it sounds better. It's just you have to have an extra person on set, and yes. they have to know how to monitor mm-hmm. audio. Um, and it takes a little bit of practice to do that. Dude, you're going to laugh at me. Why is that? Because I was literally monitoring the audio today, and all I could think about was the video we made. Like I was just like going off of your instructions that oh, we yeah? did in the audio game tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, I was like, I know how to use this now because I've seen the video like four times because I edited it. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have a Triflix uh, team channel and mm-hmm. the Triflix films channel. The films where we put our commercial work and our professional stuff and things that look real pretty. Uh, the team channel is where we put uh, anything related to the team that makes our content. So that could be tutorials. It could be behind the scenes. It all's intended to be a mix of entertainment and education. And, uh, Sometimes that's useful for us too internally. Sometimes we'll go back and reference these videos whenever we're working on a project. So like, oh man, how do I do that effect? Uh, so what could be just an internal catalog or library of information for our team, we offer externally to everybody. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So we think it's better to you know what what what's our it's it's uh, inspire, educate, and entertain. Entertain, educate, and inspire. I got you. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> all, all three. <laughs> I know, right? That's like the almost three, did my job. That's the three things that get people motivated to to work, to learn, to grow. Is mm-hmm. um, 
you watch something it's like oh that was really entertaining i i want to learn how to make like cool vfx videos that's what got me inspired and then you see stuff that's like educational it's like oh this is the thing that breaks down how to get there or you see something inspirational like a podcast where you know people talk about their history and what got them to where they are or why they do what they do Mm -hmm. and to me those are the three things that have always pushed me so hopefully that's what pushes other people yeah Mm. no i think my story is so inspiring my dad gave me a small loan of fifty thousand dollars and then i got the business started (laughs) yeah i'm kidding he blew it all and then he came to me and he's like can we partner i was like yeah sure i was like i need help i don't have any money left (laughs) (laughs) that's a joke yeah it's a joke i would never do that (laughs) we'd Uh, have ourselves a red no yeah so like i said we go back and we watch our videos because sometimes we don't remember everything. Sometimes we have to, to go back and double check. And mm-hmm. now's a good time to double check on last podcast when we said NFTs are non-fungible <laughs> transactions. Oh, thank you. Yes. The T was a token. <sighs> Tokens. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. NFTs. My bad. That's and it was my bad. So, so I apologize. Clarification. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And mm. a token mm. is it's the currency yeah it's a little gold mm. coin that you use at chuck e cheese and use it to play ski ball i love kind of like that but it's digital <laughs> right but you can't touch it and in order to get it uh, in order to get that token you you have a product let's say let's say this phone is a video this is my product this is the video that i made and i'm going to go give it to this company and i'm going to give it to them and i'm going to put it here and they're going to say this phone or this this video exists and they give me a token and that process is called minting and then you use that token and whenever i sell it i can give that token with that video to somebody else and now they have the token they have the video and they have ownership of it that's a very brief summary of what we talked about last episode and a little bit before with bitcoin yeah uh, it's a similar process but not exactly the same so it's Maybe. not a transaction well, it's it, a token it well, is can yes, transaction. it is you, the trans yeah. you transact the token yeah we were close we were so close and i was just proud that we both said at the same time i thought it was cool yeah it caught me off guard and so i was like here we go and i know that i probably listened to more about nfts than anybody here so i I felt real dumb when like Uh that week because we record on thursdays and so on friday Mm. um another podcast came out that i listen to every week religiously and they're like nft non-fungible token and i was like oh We're shifting subject on the same subject, but something slightly yeah. different. I don't really like people. I don't like him. I think he seems like a really pompous kind of guy. And but <laughs> I respect his artwork so oh much. That man Why has. Why don't you like people? People. What's a people? I was gonna say. <laughs> What's a people? Somebody please explain who Be- Mike Beeple, whatever his last name is. It's like Wink something. Winkle. It could be crap. That's what his Wink, tw- Beeple Winkle handle is. Uh, it is just crap in it. <laughs> yeah, it's Beeple crap on Twitter. Oh That's funny. Gosh. Okay. So people people is the third richest artist in the world right now he is the most one of the most successful and the way he did it was using nfts digital artist is it specifically digital specifically digital Uh, he has been doing digital mm -hmm. art for the last like two decades like 13 years or whatever so he's been consistently putting out an art piece a day for a very long time years and years and that's why we hate him no (laughs) i (laughs) think that's a that's our good reason to hate him. i had never heard of him or seen any of his art until recently with the whole yeah. blow up and i was like mm-hmm. his stuff is kind of it's very cool um but it's mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> yeah it's it's very abstract but it has like 
some underlying meanings to him <laughs> and people interpret it in all sorts of ways which is art right yeah. yeah yeah he wants to invoke an emotion and he gets it out of some people doing some pretty controversial arts so but he he sold his yeah. like every day like i said he's been making art for a very long time several several years mm-hmm. at seven plus i think it's closer to 10 plus but either way oh yeah over he, a decade he sure. sold yeah. all of this art collection for a thousand dollars a piece which over a couple of years, that's about $50 million worth. And then he had some individual pieces that he, he auctioned off as well. And those came up to uh, another uh, 19 million. So he sold his entire collection for $69.3 million <laughs> using NFTs. Uh, yeah. That's who he is. And he's a really cool artist. However, uh, his personality, <laughs> before he right. ever made the money, uh, comes across as very egotistical and i he just rubbed me the wrong way in a lot of his interviews but he's so smart and he's so talented and it's like yeah i'm glad none of us are like that don't be kanye so like the reason why (laughs) we're understanding more about his ego or like how we think we may be understanding more he's probably fine maybe it's like a character on camera Mm mm-hmm uh, but we, he did a collaboration. He did one in the past with a corridor because we just can't stop talking about As that we've small said, channel. Small channel, they need they, the yeah. support. They need all the support they can get. Um, poor guys. I know, right? They'll get somewhere someday. Um, but they collaborated with people, and it he they did like a teams challenge thing where two people got paired off and they had to make something in like three hours mm-hmm. and it had to be like <laughs> distorted weird things of like the crew mm-hmm. and then they they would sell them as the nfts for charity so it's like super cool yeah yeah i hate him for that reason <laughs> <laughs> no so no. it's all connecting and no. we're kind of understanding like wait a minute no. but the way he treated his partner was very kind of demeaning it kind of felt like he's like oh you're just a kid i'm just gonna be like i'm people i'm gonna make people art you can't have your name on this you can't actually mm. contribute anything yeah and to um, clarify i thought it was hilarious yeah yeah you <laughs> thought it was really funny how he treated this guy so so rude and then i just thought it was a whole act i just think, think so? he's i think his whole shtick is like i think it's his thing right like that's how he because i mean everybody said it there you know um one of the guys name is sam sam started mm-hmm. the video you know and he's like i guess for people and he just like let out this huge string of cuss words mm-hmm. and i'm like i think it's people's thing and yeah I don't know. I just mm. dig that it's like this middle-aged dude with that just is like hanging out with all these younger dudes that just like cussing and know. running around and being kind of a not so nice person. <laughs> you have a lot more faith in humanity than I do. Maybe that might be the problem. Yeah, that's true. Um, but would not you your not problem, my problem <laughs> answer this question? Both, both of you guys, as honestly mm-hmm. as you can. Okay. Like, yeah. if you had been creating something and you felt like you were okay at it for you know mm-hmm. fifteen years. And then all of a sudden, the, the accumulation of all that turned into $70 million, mm-hmm. and you got all this notoriety. Like, wouldn't it go to your head a little bit? He I was don't... on the... Ch- okay, I'll answer your question. Yeah. Pro- I mean, there's a good chance, yeah. It could happen. I mean, I'm just saying, like, for a little bit. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you'd have to try to keep yourself in check, but it would be hard. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to go from, like, what he was doing, and then all of a sudden, it's just, like, boom, instant, just mm-hmm. insanity. Like, like, no one's trained to how to react to that type of situation. Because exactly. it's not, it's like, it happens so rarely. No one's going to be like, all right, we're going to spend a whole year learning about how it is to be 
famous and rich. Yeah. yeah. Because that, that doesn't And he sense. could be just a bumhole yeah. and that's what he is. And I don't I don't know. I'm just trying to play mm. devil's advocate. I'd sure. like to think that somebody could just be nice when they're at home and maybe they're not like that on video. I don't know. I it doesn't it doesn't counter your point so much like maybe mm-hmm. that still is an act and maybe that's like his internet persona um yeah. Hop- hobson hobson is a rapper who has an online persona that he portrays in some of his music and then other times and it's like really dark and edgy and the other times he'll do like more calm music and he physically changes his appearance to reflect that yeah and a lot of artists do this joji oh, yeah. with pink guys done it before uh <laughs> It's it is a it's not uncommon for an artist to have two alter egos for their development. The reason I don't think that's Beeple's case, and like he, uh, he's not just the product of becoming successful. Is he was he's I've seen him interact with people on interviews and podcasts, and then also on Corridor before, and he has the same demeanor that he had before he was extremely wealthy and rich. Gotcha. So to me, it. I, he, he was just that guy. If it weren't for the yeah. fact that he was treating one of the nicest guys in the studio that way, that's like, true. Peter is just a saint, <laughs> and he does fantastic work. Yeah, so he's it, the one that impresses me the most every time he does something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it we should just do a whole cool. podcast one time on. I don't Corridor. hate. I don't hate people. I just it makes me <laughs> sad that he treats people that way. I got gotcha. you, <laughs> and especially with the tone of the corridors shows, like a lot of it, it's like it's jokey, but it's usually sincere. And That's like true. Lighthearted, lighthearted, yeah, like fun. Like you could tell they're just a group of friends having fun, and then Beeple comes in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody it just, sucks. It was definitely it, it felt different. Yeah. So it, it could just be different, and that's why it feels so off. Mm-hmm. But that's true. I don't know. Oh. I didn't think about that. It was a stray from the orig- or from the usual. Yeah. Well, I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's a valuable lesson for companies or collectives is whenever you do an integration, whether that's a collaboration or a brand integration or a sponsorship, make sure that you're taking on something that aligns with what you do as a company. Yeah. Or find a way to take it and make it yours and um i think corridor's done a really good job with like with people and other artists of like Mm -hmm. they don't do a standard interview or a standard podcast like they try to to make it creative but there's also that element of personality and like for an interview the personalities can be different it can be a clash and because that's a conversation that's different but um whenever it's something more on the entertainment side and less on like the conversation side maybe it's just something to keep in your mind whenever you're running a business. Oh yeah. No. And, and kind of like even this even kind of goes along with what you're saying and then with people and all that. Cause I listened to, um, MKBHD's podcast yeah. as well. Another person that needs mm-hmm. a shout out. Yeah. Small well, guy. <laughs> everyone listens to MKBHD at least once he's on everybody's recommended or trending page at yeah. least once. He's huge, mm-hmm. but it was cool. Cause they were talking him, him and his partner. Um, I don't remember his name, but, um, they were talking on the podcast about, people who are companies that approach them that want them to sponsor or to give a free product or, you know, review something. And their process is very respectable in the fact that it's like, they don't just say yes to everything because they Mm -hmm. could. And as big as they are, they could do whatever they want, but he's very specific that it has to flow with the brand and it has to be a good product. It has to be something that somebody cares about. You know, it's not just another knock off or copy or they're just trying to push something that maybe not bring value to the consumer mm-hmm. they're very specific and i just i hadn't heard him talk about that i mean he seems like a very genuine guy in general mm-hmm. but then to have them talk about that i was like 
I like that. Like I, I would want to do the same thing, right? Yeah. Not just be a sellout, <laughs> but you know, work your way up and be respectable and be honest and just work with the people that flow with your brand. And so I know it's kind of essentially what you said, but I just, it was, it was very impressive. And well, people, I agree. <laughs> people look up to, uh, big youtube channels but they looked up to him before they got big they looked right. up to him because mm -hmm. it's usually somebody that's no, trustworthy or has credibility and if a company shut like turns their back to their their audience enough times by promoting products that aren't quality uh we <laughs> talked about the pewdiepie keyboard this week uh, <laughs> if you if you push enough products it, you're gonna lose your credibility and then you're gonna lose your audience and because you lost your audience you won't get sponsors or the sponsors won't pay you as much because your viewership goes down and like hey. there's a handful of youtubers off the top of my head it's like snazzy labs linus tech tips mm -hmm. nkbhd that are uh, 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 Gerald Undone, like those are big reviewers that um, produce qu quality content so you can see that they have the experience to back what they say. Uh, they only positively talk about products that they think are good. And then they never accept deals that require them to say positive things about it unless yeah. it's an ad slot. Mm -hmm. And then it has to be backed by like the actual company themselves. So, hey man, I love my Raycons. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Raycon. Get that out this of you. episode is brought by Raycon Legend Shadow Man. Where's my Raycan Mans? Where's it's my shadowy Raycans? My Raycans. Yeah, you won't you won't catch us no. doing that. I don't promote gambling games. No. It seems like a bad idea. I also, agree. David would quit if we ever promoted oh. Raycon. He is such Why, an audio. Buddy? He's an audiophile. They're, they're trash for their those, price. No, man. those are great for the price, man. That's mm. why I wear my Samsungs. <laughs> what is what is okay, David and and, yeah. and Cole? What is the best sub one hundred dollar wireless headphones? I don't know. Don't own them. Mm. <laughs> you don't. You don't like your Samsung Beans? They're not sub one hundred. <laughs> I thought they were like one twenty. I mean, okay, under one fifty. Okay, best wireless headphones. Yeah, I think they were one forty or whatever. They're lower now. Mm. You can get them on sale. Well, now I bought them when they first came out. Okay. Um, honestly, those are probably the only ones that I own that are underneath that. So, uh, rich boy. No, I, I value my <laughs> audio experience <laughs> just as much as probably it sounds like David does. Um, yeah. I don't. I think that it's worth it. Like if you spend the money you're going to get the quality out of it. Now, that's sure. not always the case. Like, yep. I'm not going to go spend $550 on AirPod Maxes. But, right. but um, I've spent a pretty hefty amount on some headphones, and it's usually worked out for good. Mm -hmm. But I've been a Bose guy for a long time. Bose? Bose. Mm -hmm. um, I like how the you know their sound profile is not super heavy on the bass, um, so that you actually get some other mids and highs in there. Cause mm -hmm. I mean like the first time I put beats on, it was just like, mm. and I was like, okay, this is all bass. Mm. Yeah. But you like, do you prefer in-ear or cups, cans? I honestly, I prefer over ear. Mm -hmm. Um, so the headphones that David's wearing right now, those are mine. Those are, yep. those are surface headphones from Microsoft, which I know is kind of a weird thing to purchase but mm -hmm. they have great noise canceling great sound and they work well with what i have so mm -hmm. i have those i actually have the second version as well both great headphones mm -hmm. um and i when i wear headphones at home or i want to listen to music and i want it to be nice and i want it to be full and have a good experience i put those on mm. yeah 
My buds are for talking on the phone. I mean, that's really all there My is buds. to it. Okay, so <laughs> if you weren't to, if you weren't going to get the Raycons, what would you spend? Like, what other headphones would you get then? For me, I don't. I'm not super into having wireless uh, headphones because I'm not on the go listening listening to music a lot. Yep. Because mm-hmm. if I'm out at a coffee shop and I have headphones in, I'm close enough to whatever I'm working with to plug it in with a cable wherever my cable is. Is on this side? What and, the heck? And, I hate these phones. And use a dongle. Use a dongle. Um, Are you sure you have them on, right? Uh, I think it's uh, the left. We're about to find out if I'm stupid. Is this on the left? <laughs> That's the L right there. Oh, okay, just um, making sure. Yeah. yeah, so it's just different. <laughs> so I liked having, I like being plugged in. Mm-hmm. And those just have the option. Y'all yeah, boomers. It's just optional. It could unplug right here, which is nice. It's very nice. Um, if I'm at home... I like to be cabled in still, and I like my open back over-ear headphones. Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing sound stage, the sound quality. There's there's so many terms you could throw around mm-hmm. with what that is. But it you can turn it up louder, and it doesn't make it louder. It just like adds in more detail, Yeah, and which is my favorite part about open can uh, headphones. So if you had the ability to choose, I mean, if you don't mind me asking this question, um, mm-hmm. if you had the ability to choose between using your headphones and eventually having a good sound system, like to listen outwardly, because I know you, I don't think you have the option to do something along those lines now. Not where, well, not where you live. To like, you know, turn up like loudspeakers. To crank and it, yeah. And, yeah, not right now, not where okay. I live. Yeah. And, and I, I know you. Dude, the Google uh, Nest Hubs are the best wireless speakers I've ever had. Oh, that's sad. I Ooh. love those. They're so and much they're better than anything else I've used. Because you've been using Beats for your entire life. Oh. Anything's better than I don't Beats, use, I've man. actually been using Jaybirds. I have the Gen 1s and I still use them. I love those things. Well, those are in-ears. There's like... Well, I've, well, okay. So I have the, uh, the Beats, but they aren't even, mm-hmm. they're not cans. They're just the the cup on ear yeah um, garbage but don't, i use like the the, the don't wire. start comparing sound between headphones and outward facing speakers <laughs> i was speaking specifically like <laughs> it's one or the other they are two different complete okay, things it is true so yeah. my point is if i was offered raycons i would probably think they sound way better than my gen 1 jaybirds because that was like the first commercial wireless headphones yeah and it has the cable that runs through the back that transfers power from one ear to the other right Mm. so 80 bucks i'm not endorsing them but i would want to at least try them for 80 bucks because i don't think there's anything better unless you spend the 140 for the samsung and i've done a lot of research on them yeah and that's Mm. nobody advocates raycon but nobody advocates (laughs) spending money on wireless headphones unless you can spend at least 100 whatever the price is for the beans yeah yeah so, and yeah then, and then the it's next true, one though. up is the uh apple apple buds and those are like 250 yeah, yeah so that would be the next tier and then they usually say if you want the cans get the sony w uh, i've heard good wmx 1000s or whatever 4, yeah i've heard those recommended by like actual uh audio youtubers yeah. i've never seen an audio youtuber recommend ray canes or no. whatever no 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 no, no, no. Yeah. and it's yeah. true like the sony's get the best reviews out of any other over-ear noise canceling mm-hmm. i mean and even compared to the bose the q85s i think is what they are now um none of that gets the same as yeah. the sony which mm-hmm. i just don't use the over ears as much um i used to use headphones all the time but mm-hmm. i always lived in apartments and it was when i was going to college like i needed yeah. them mm-hmm. but now i'm like I have a surround sound in my office. We have a surround sound in our family room. And then I have a 
google home in every room mm-hmm. plus uh, the best one you got to get a google home max oh my gosh they're so overpriced still no 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 the, the sound the I sound paid, i paid is 50, just yeah okay so 50 bucks for a nest hub and then you still have like 150 dollars for a speaker system that isn't the nest like you still have 150 dollars to go get an actual speaker system that would be for 150 bucks you could get a way better independent speaker than to get the nest hub itself mm. that, yeah. that was my argument against it so i got two nest hubs for 100 bucks and i could have got another one plus a 20 dollars in my pocket you know i just i have an argument for you on that one okay okay um so <laughs> so i have again i've gotten out gotten less because mm-hmm. i i used to buy headphones all the time I had to Bose in-ears that were noise canceling. Those were like $300 headphones. They were amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when they went wireless, I got the wireless Bose. And then I just switched to the Samsungs um, for in-ears. And then I've got the the two uh, Surface ones. And I, I, I love all of them. But so then I was like, let's get the outward stuff. You know, the good big speakers for the same cost. And this is kind of where I do the comparison. Mm -hmm. So I have the JBL boom box. It's the biggest. <laughs> that thing's amazing. So it sounds phenomenal, right? JBL's so, solid, yeah. Yes. So it's a Bluetooth speaker. It's the largest one they make next to what looks like a, you know, a full-on tower. Um, ta- yeah, it's a full-on tower, and it doesn't even use the party system, which they have a specific interconnecting system where you can connect 100 speakers. And once you buy above the boom box, you lose that functionality. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the whole reason for buying it. I know people have JBLs and we usually have five or six of them connected at a time, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, but that speaker costs $400 and mm-hmm. so does the Google Home Max. Google Home Max now costs 180 So not the, not the Nest Home? Hub Max. Oh, okay. What's the Home Max? So it's, just a, so it's essentially like it's just a speaker oh. with Google built into it. Oh. And it's probably like that tall and that wide. It's a dual speaker system with a subwoofer and a tweeter and everything. Mm. So it's their highest end audio file type of, and you can buy two and they'll, they'll give you stereo. Well, if it's, if you have anything in the Google ecosystem, then you can do uh, entire, you can connect all of them at the same time yes. without party mode. Well, yeah, but this is like kind of like the, uh, the party mode with the JBL. Yeah. Well, no. So it goes beyond that. So if you have another one and it recognizes that it's the same speaker, mm-hmm. they work in stereo, right? Ooh. So you have a left and a right channel. Mm-hmm. So it understands kind of how to make that work. So you could do surround sound for like a home theater setup. Yes. So that speaker just, and it, and it has the, you know, room sensing with the auto EQ. So it's got a lot of like sensors in it that double check to make sure the audio sounds correct. Mm. And it's got way more low end than most of the speakers. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, if you listen to any of mine, and I would be happy to do this with you, we could listen to all of them in the house. And it's, I'm telling you, the Max is my favorite speaker. And if it wasn't so expensive, that would be the one in every room. Mm-hmm. But it's the loudest. It's got the most bass. I mean, it's a beautiful speaker. Yeah. But those two things sound very similar. I mean, you're when you start getting into that range of higher end speakers, you know, if you think all I got with the JBL, you know, it's portable, yes, mm-hmm. and it's Bluetooth. But, you know, Google isn't built into it. I can't do any of that functionality. Mm-hmm. You know, for the same money, I was able to get something that plugs in at home, has really good sound quality, and it has a Google smart assistant built into it with Wi-Fi capabilities and Bluetooth. Yeah. 
So it's not the worst price. Don't get me wrong. It's not the best, but it's also not the worst when you think like a surround sound system can cost you two to $3,000 for a good one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's outside of my realm. I just, I, oh, just I, love, wanna, I just want to hear some music, man. I don't, sound. the best, the best audio system I own is in my car right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That that's for a lot of people though. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it has the bows in there and I love it. But um, holy moly, we got deep into the audio realm. Yeah, yeah. not wrong. With it's that. an important part of video. Yeah, we... it's made a huge difference in mm-hmm. a lot of our videos. I mean, you it's if you go back and watch videos from 2007, if the uh, video's okay and the audio's bad, it's barely watchable. Trash. But if the audio's good and the video's bad, you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a good comedy sketch. Or right. oh, this interview with uh, Craig uh, Craig Ferguson or whatever. This is such a funny sketch <laughs> or whatever. Um, audio really lasts the test of time compared to video. There's, it's just That's always going to get better and better. But you know, a, a good microphone from six, 60 years ago, like if you have the interface, it can still capture good audio. Um, and that's, that's what blows me away with it. Um, mm-hmm. but talking about headphones, man, I just don't like cans. I think Why? they weigh too What's much. Wrong with that? They, they hurt my much. neck after like an hour or Even like the, the cups. I need to change out the, um, the plastic on these. I want like actual pads. I don't like these. These aren't great, no. but no, I bought the, I got the ones that you recommended mm-hmm. and I've worn those Sony's I've worn $600 sound canceling, um, bows. I've, mm-hmm. I've, ex- and that was for like a six hour plane ride. And it's like after, um, the Philips ones that I got you. you yeah. I, I don't. You don't like those after those about like, an after about an hour of playing what? games, they're uncomfortable. What do, is do you wrong have with like your a head? I was gonna say, do you have like a really like um, uh, gosh, why can't I think of the word? Of it's not it's the opposite of strong, weak. weak. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, do you have a do you have a weak neck or something? No, nah, it's just I don't like the same thing. If I wear hats or scarves or anything, anything like just touching my head or neck after a while, like it just it gets uncomfortable and it, uh. it doesn't feel good. We should get him some AirPods Max. Yeah, I left. I want to. Um, <laughs> I want to get some in ears, uh, like some some better in ears to replace my Jaybirds. The only thing I have to say, and this is a good thing for everybody, I guess I never thought about it, but the the Beans, the Galaxy Buds Live, the ones that I use, mm-hmm. it depends upon the size of your ear canal because of the way that they fit in your ear they can be uncomfortable for long wearing periods because they fit so tightly into your ear hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's something to think about because there's no rubber, it's just plastic. Mm-hmm. So the, the seal is nice and they fit in and you can barely see them when they're in. They're nice and concealed and they sound good. They even have some noise can- mm-hmm. canceling abilities, but like if you want comfortable, those I, I don't recommend those for something long-term comfortable wise, mm-hmm. but they have the Galaxy Buds Pro, which is like the next step up. Those are a little more traditional, um, but they've got like the little rubber and stuff. And people say that those are the notch above. Hmm. So just keep that in consideration. I don't want everybody going out there buying these buds and then being like, dang it. I think I'll probably just get the, the Apple headphones. I think that'll probably be my next purchase. AirPods. Mm -hmm. They have the highest reviews. I don't know. I think, well, of course they do. No, like not, not by quantity, like by tech reviewers, they say it's either the Samsung's or these, if you want to spend under 150 bucks, otherwise the next thing up is, I I don't even, I haven't seen anything higher recommended than the, than the, uh, Apple headphones. Try on the Bose for Mm. in-ears. Go try the in-ear Bose. I think Bose has the best designed earpiece. Is it the, like the loop around the ear though? Nope. What, what is it? So what it looks like is you have like your normal earbud, um, you know, like the rubber piece that would go in your ear, but mm-hmm. then attached to that is also a rubber 
Well, it kind of looks like a like a fang, I guess would be a good shape because mm-hmm. it's not a triangle, right? It's kind of like swooping, mm-hmm. but it's got two lines that connect each other in a point, and it fits inside of you know, I, I the next piece of your ear that's like outside the ear canal. So like that, you know, where it yeah. kind of dips in, it's like a bowl. Mm-hmm. It fits into that spot. They are the most secure, most comfortable headphones I have ever worn in my entire life, and they, but. From all of their in-ears they have, that's the design that they use. Mm-hmm. And they use this design for their sleep headphones that they put out white noise to help you sleep at night. <laughs> so they're, I mean, um, these are <laughs> these are comfortable enough that you could wear them all night long. Okay. Yeah. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the problem with noise canceling though, because I, I do, I, with my Jaybirds, is if I have in-ears and I'm working out, like they pull up sweat on the inside. Hmm. What are you doing, man? I'm working out, man. Dang, I do not have that problem. Well, I don't, when we work out, (laughs) I don't sweat enough because we don't do any like intense high interval training. We Mm. usually just lift. Yeah. But if I'm at the gym and I want to do high interval training, like I did back in college, uh, as soon as like I I, like hit like 180 on my heart rate or whatever, like doing high cardio and before I drop down, if I'm doing that for an hour, they're comfortable, but then I start sweating and then they just fall out. The nice thing is I've never had them break due to sweat. And a lot yeah. of other wireless headphones will break if you if you uh, sweat too much with them because they're not, they're water resistant. But if you do that for like an hour a day for a year, they'll break on them. Dude, you got to borrow my bows and you should just try them. You want some, you want me to sweaty up your bows? I don't care. Right. <laughs> I gave them to Audrey and she doesn't use them. Everybody's built different uh especially when it comes like the audio stuff but man i don't that it, it, i feel like these got- these are your headphones i just went and picked them up tristan yeah these are my favorite pair of headphones if you're going to be in a close an enclosed quiet quiet room mm-hmm. the because you have to have closed back ones uh if you're going to be out in public because these bleed yes out and they let everything in. So it sounds like you're not even wearing them. It's when you're wearing your Cardi or listening to your Cardi B and everybody can hear you. My Cardi B. <laughs> but it, it, that's, that's how you get the sound stage, which just makes it sound like the music is in the room with you. But they're the, they're the most comfy headphones I've ever worn. It makes them lighter, too, without yeah. the caps on them. So but, that, that's like the which most, is a nice sell. The biggest uh, source of discomfort is from the weight of like a headphone mm-hmm. and how it's distributed and these do it so well so that's why i'm so confused think you can make it i don't think your don't, head's as fat as mine I, is the I problem love these things so give it much. a shot yeah you need a fatter head like me because the problem with those is the um the weight across the band across the top for me it's mm-hmm. after about an hour the top of my head starts to get sore and then um you have them on too tight well then if i if i loose i have them as loose as i can no, those were like synced up like a whole bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. After about an hour, I'll loosen them up, and then they like sag down on my neck a little bit. And then also, um, if my wife's watching TV, then they bleed through. So I, I, I need like a separate them. room. They're way more care- comfortable than what we got on right now. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. no, they they definitely are, but they would also yeah. bleed for a podcast. So we have to have clothes for this. Yeah, we don't want yeah. that. You need clothes for this type of thing. So that's, we don't want to want yeah. you to hear us twice. Um, <laughs> We're actually, speaking of all these things, we're getting ready to shoot a music video this mm. coming weekend that we're super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a full performance, which will be fun. So hopefully he's prepared. Um, but uh, so we're shooting this video at my, my parents have a, uh, my dad has this studio room in his uh, barn at his house. And it's like a double thick, double insulated wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's specifically made to have music played in it and recorded in it. 
So we're going to be doing it in this room. Um, we'll have to try out some equipment. He has yeah. a, I want to hear good audio. I want to know what it feels like. Yo, we're going to do it. Seriously. There's like every good speaker you could think of in there. And like he was playing them for me the other day. And, and you can just, when you do that, there's something about that sound, you know, it's just like the experience with your headphones, David, like it's amazing, but he has a pair of studio grade headphones that are specifically for you know listening and mixing and doing all those things you got to try them on because they've mm. got like microfiber like um memory foam ear cups we Man. talking the sennheisers yes Ooh, like the hd yeah they're the sennheisers yeah and i uh, thank you because i couldn't remember and i used to when we used to record um, my podcast with live at the house there i used those headphones every time because they were mm. amazing yeah the the sound profile of those headphones are like five percent off of the sennheiser ones and they're like 80 bucks oh so gosh like really almost sennheiser quality performance from those for like a fraction of the cost yeah How and much? they're phillips yeah they're phillips i would have never came guessed out of nowhere <laughs> they just decided like hey here's some effing headphones 80 bucks <laughs> Uh, is that what we have? Yeah, that's, that, those are what those. Uh, do they have those Do they have closed backs versions of them, or is it um, open? I don't know. Hmm. I would get them for the podcast. I wouldn't get them. I like my open back. Well, yeah. for the podcast specifically. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, because it'd be nice to have some comfy True. ears. Yeah, I like. We could look into I it. Just, just want some in ears, man. No, I get it. You'll have to try some stuff. I know mm. you used to be able to go to a Bose store, and now they're all gone. Um, really. Yeah, there was one at Keystone, there was one at Taylorsville, and I mean, I can remember going in and just like cranking everything up. I think, I mean, I think, I don't think you can do the in-ears at Best Buy, but maybe you can. I don't think. They Probably not anymore. I'm there now. You get COVID no. through your ears. <laughs> you get COVID. You get the ear COVID. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, these are still really nice headphones. Uh, the Philips ones that you recommended. And yeah. Yeah. out of all of the cans I've ever used, they feel the best. I can't tell yeah. a difference between the sound quality of those and the audio technicas we're wearing. But I listen to pop oh. music, so. Right. <laughs> it's like my Kanye doesn't sound any oh. different. Oh, we are talking about the, the Nest Hubs. I, the, uh, the, the drivers inside mm -hmm. of the, uh, the iMac are actually better than the wireless systems which is probably just because they have bigger speakers and then the resonate on the inside of the aluminum chassis probably mm -hmm. helps a little bit but yeah the best audio in my house sometimes like if i'm sitting here with the, uh, the nest hub right next to me i'll go ahead and play the spotify on my lap on my mac mm -hmm. just because it sounds better than on the hubs it's better than nothing oh yeah i mean i'm the same way i got a hub next to my computer but i'm like i use my computer speakers because they're yeah number one it's a 5.1 so it's way better but <laughs> oh who was the music video i was uh, it's, your brother. it's my brother yes your brother okay so my brother yeah. cade um he so he's actually he, when when i used to do the podcast with Liv and we were doing the mm -hmm. life and lattes version of that which you guys can look it up uh, my brother was on that a couple times so we talk about some of what he's doing um but he uh, he moved to nashville tennessee to mm. pursue music okay and so um he has a show coming up on april 2nd um in nashville tennessee um it's gonna be his first real big play out show alone mm. so he's gonna come here and do a little practice practice chess Ooh, practice and so he's gonna man. come here we're gonna Tristan and I are going to go. We're going to film. We figured it would be mutually beneficial for both of us. Nice. Um, and that room is really cool. My dad has LifeX lights all built into the to the <laughs> mm -hmm. into the ceiling, and so I think there's like six. He's rich. 
I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Lifex? It's like a $40 bulb. I have a lot of Lifex bulbs. I ain't rich. Um, Lifex. I talked him into Airpods it. It's Max. I was like, get you some Lifex. So crazy. Um, so we're yes. going to go out there and do a music video. So it's going to be cool because we'll actually, um, we'll be using um, all of their uh, equipment to record the audio. So we'll have mm. really nice mics that are built specifically for guitar amps and for vocals and um mm-hmm. i forget the brand that he uses for um for his input but you know it's like a big eight channel mixer that brings mm-hmm. everything in and then they use logic to record everything mm. um so we'll have like some really good audio to work with and then we'll film everything and make it look all nice and moody and we're excited about it so look yeah. for that and mm. uh tristan and i talked about we're gonna try to make sure we get some bts so we'll have that for you guys once we uh, finish up the the actual version so yeah it'll come out after the six bts that still need edited <laughs> i know <laughs> it's my fault too vitalian uh, uh, tristan how are we looking on time buddy no oh, we are over oh okay i didn't want to interrupt you or anything i love interrupting <laughs> yeah i wish you would interrupt me more i mean i feel like all i did was talk yeah tristan you like never talk on these podcasts i know <sighs> It's wild so yeah but yeah well, so that leaves some topics for next time of course so i guess yeah. we should uh we'll carry everything over i think I, we should hire back tristan yeah i think yeah buddy I'm back. we're okay I'm we, back. we should come back yeah. we miss you okay you could be like ceo or whatever I don't care. yeah it would be weird not having you so yeah. yeah so this past week i haven't played valheim very much but Good. the week before i pumped in some hours <laughs> some hours bro some hours and you're back in town and you're pumping in hours at night oh, i've yeah. been working all night in progress uh, you've been playing chess i don't, uh, I don't I see you on as I'm much i'm tired i haven't had the energy to play valheim you've been coughing <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so uh regardless we talked about this before we spend way too much time playing this game it's getting a little healthier but still a little too much so uh mm-hmm. next time we're on we'll talk about my idea for uh making that a little more efficient use of our time or a little more equalized between productivity and our recreational <laughs> video game time in the evening. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we're onto something here. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to, if you want to find out wow. how to equalize your productivity to video game time in the evening, check us out next time. Cause, uh, we're going to break it down. Yeah, we're going to break it down. All right, man. That, that's the show. That's the show. That's the show. We appreciate everybody that's been listening. Except for Tell you. Tell a friend. One person. <laughs> one person. What's his name? What's that guy's name? <laughs> Jeffrey. His name's Jeffrey. <laughs> Melanie. Yeah, <laughs> Melanie. Jeffrey. Uh, Melanie, if you're watching, <laughs> you're not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Yeet!